stronghold shine through the shadows burn like a fire
Several years ago, now, uh, I don't know how many, but I was in a church service and pastor did something that actually a prophetic word spoke prophetically over somebody and and out of that, there was a man there that took issue with prophesying in church or prophesying at all. And uh, I happened to run into him the next day, and had he he had several books laid out, papers, had something bigger than this tabletop here just covered up with stuff that he was reading and studying and writing down and and I asked him I knew what he was doing didn't have to ask but I knew so I I asked him I said well what are you doing he said well I'm studying up on false prophets I said well why don't you study real prophet? That way when you see a false prophet, you know automatically who he is. And he, no, no, uh, 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 
there is no such thing as a... And I said, got to be. If there's a false prophet, there's got to be the true prophet, right? <clears throat> and I'm, I tell you all this story because I was uh, reading in Ezekiel chapter 12 and it's a lot about God bringing judgment on uh, people. But at the end of chapter 12 and I want to go to it myself make sure I get it right. Chapter 12, verse 28. Therefore say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, none of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say will be fulfilled, declares the Lord, the Sovereign Lord. So, if... This is, after, this is coming after judgment. So we can say that the, what God is saying here, none of my words will be delayed. If God speaks a word to us, we're in a time, a season of no delay. That's where we are. In a season of no delay. And you go on and, and you read the, continue to read Ezekiel and what God spoke to him. It says, I don't know what the scripture and verse on it is now, but I don't have it written down, so I'm just going to plan it off the top of my head here. But. He says, God says, I have stretched forth my arm. Or Ezekiel said, God stretched forth his arm. And in it were, was uh, the scrolls. And the scrolls represents the word of God. And in that, he says, Take it and eat it and get it inside you. Well, to us that means to know the Word or to hear the Word or in whatever God is speaking to know that it's God and that it pertains for now and that it, that Word will not be delayed. So if He says, put the Word in you, then... Uh, I, I shared this with, with you Wednesday night, but that's what he's doing. He is putting the Word in us. We can say that we can come, and I believe that that's where we are in this body and that with what we'll be seeing this year, 
we'll be hearing and seeing people come with the word of the Lord. This is what God is saying to me. This is what he, I heard him say to me this week. Uh, we will know uh, because God put the word in us. <laughs> the word has been put in us. And we, uh, I said this word also Wednesday night about being touched. We're being touched with the Word of God. God is touching us. And in that, things change. When God speaks, things will change. It can't stay the same. So that's what we're looking forward to this year. And I, me personally, I, I'm, I'm tired of pre trying to preach. I want to hear what God is saying. I want to know what God wants you to know. It's just like eating the Word. He, he had Ezekiel eat those scrolls. And that's significant in that he's putting the word in us. And I have no doubt that that's what's happening with each and every one of us. We're going to hear the word of God. We'll hear it for ourselves. We'll hear it for others. We'll hear it over our cities. We'll hear it over our area. Southeast Oklahoma. We're going to hear the Word of God. We're going to know what God is saying. We're going to see and hear and know what God is saying and doing. Amen? No argument from that. This is a new year. Kay and I was say it feels like a new year. Feels good. It's clean. It's ready. It's we're we're ready to hear what God has to say to cause to bring about a blessing upon upon our lives and upon the lives of the people that we're in that we see and are in contact with. They're going to know. They're going to know. When you open your mouth, you'll have a word to speak because God has put it in us. He says, here, take and eat. I've stretched forth my hand and scrolled. Take and eat. Put the word in you. Put it down in you so that you'll know. Amen. <laughs> you don't have the word this morning? You will have.
God says, this is what he's doing. Amen. <laughs> Short and sweet. the new year and where we are we'll write them down so we'll have them because I can't hardly remember all of them yes and then we can chew on it if you write it down, we can chew on it. <laughs> That's what he had Ezekiel do. He said, chew on this, eat it. Put it in you. I like that verse. I will no longer delay. We say yes, Lord. Some people have more words than others. You can say it. You can say it. You can say it. I was just thinking of all God's goodness and how he don't delay. He's always on time. Our God is an on-time God. We know that. He has never failed. But I was thinking of how he sent the cold weather a few years ago, or a few weeks ago. <laughs> Last year. <laughs> Just a few weeks ago, though, he sent that. And it, to me, I can just see the purifying of God through that cold weather, through the through the driven snow we saw, I mean, of the purity of the snow, how he has refreshed everything. Just at the time that we're celebrating Jesus' birth, I mean, <laughs> I think how amazing is that that you do things in such order.
your ways, as he said, will profound the wise. They, they think they're so smart, but they can't understand simple thing that God does. And then all that, he gives life, <laughs> abundant life. I told y'all the story about the cow that had the calf that morning. It was, it was 40 degrees when that calf was born. Within 30 minutes, it was 14 degrees. That night, it was below zero. But that calf is alive and thriving today. <laughs> I mean, and I know that it's nobody but our God. And he lets us see everything daily I mean and you said write it down Jack it's it's so important to me because that's what God has placed in me we need to write down everything that God has done write it down you say well I ain't got time well you sure had time for him to do it for you didn't you <laughs> <laughs> should we not write it down so the others will know I want to know I want the world to know who our God is who Jesus is and how much he loves them and I know that I know that I know God has showed me like I said through the word opportunities every day every day there are opportunities for us to walk through God puts them there are we looking for them are we walking through them I'm going to try to I'm going to try to walk through every one of them with him but he has sure been good <laughs> To me and mine. To all of us. And I thank him for it. He has never delayed, as you said, Jack. He has never delayed. He gives us blessings every moment of every day. Thank you, Lord. Not one. Not one. Well, I'm going to wait until next Sunday, too, because God just keeps expanding what on that chapter that in Isaiah chapter 32 that he spoke to me. But um, I just believe that if you read in, chap in verse 15 of that chapter, um, right. Isaiah 32 verse 15 till the spirit is poured on us from on high and the desert becomes a fertile field and you have to read the whole thing to, but the first half of it is a, both a promise and a description of what Southeast Oklahoma has become.
but he says that's going to change when his spirit is poured out on us from on high. And you know, I think... Um, even this rest that he has taught us to quit stewing and quit striving and rest and just just do what he tells us to do. That's all he asks. Do what he tells us to do when he tells us to do it. You don't have to plan. He's got the plans. You don't have to make a program. He's got the program. You just have to hear him and move and do what he tells you, which is so much easier than how we've made Christianity. We have made it a show. We've made it a... um, an entertainment venue in many cases, not in everything. And I'm not saying that having fun at church is bad because I like to have fun at church, but we're in a season now that things are have changed to the point that God's people, there's a hunger going to rise up in them. A hunger for not just the truth, because preachers are preaching the truth all over this town. But they're going to be hungry for the reality of a relationship with God true relationship not just sometimes we treat God like Aunt Sally in the nursing home yeah when when we get feeling guilty we'll reach out to her we'll talk to her when we think of her you know it's not that we don't love her when we have time for it's not that we don't love her it's it's just that she's not very high on our priorities and that's how we treat God and but I believe that as his spirit is poured out from on high and Holy Spirit is definitely with us don't get me wrong he is with us now, but there is something different working. Something, something different. <laughs> something different that we're going to see and experience and feel that and know that is changing. changing the men and women of God who lead his people changing their desires first off 
hunger for something real, something tangible is going to fill them too. And then it'll go on down to their people. but you will. God wants to speak to us. He wants us to eat the Word. He wants us to have it in us. It's, it's a, a little different than what we normally see. Like, He touched, he touched me. We can say, He touched me. Sing that song, He touched me. It's an old hymnal. But this is different. This is not us touching God. This is God touching us. He says, you've been touched and you're going to know it. And you're going to proclaim that He touched you. Amen. Amen. Father, we love you. We bless you. Bless those that are... Bless you, God. Continue to pour out upon us, Lord. This would be a place where your glory abides and is. Jesus' name, amen.